Is this the biggest week of the Wisconsin basketball season? Two massive games to get into. It's the three big things midweek edition. Welcome to the Bucky Report, your destination for all things Wisconsin Badgers. Authentic takes. Oh my God. Game analysis. Touchdown Badgers. Ring one up. And discussion from the fan perspective. Thanks for joining us and on Wisconsin. Welcome to the Bucky Report. I'm your host, Rajiv, in for our three big things midweek edition. Um, I'm by myself today, Justin. We could not sync our schedules up today, um, Justin and I. So you only got me today uh, talking about a huge, huge, massive week. The episode is titled Defining Week. We have at Nebraska. We got home against Purdue. Oh, by the way, we're the sixth ranked team in the land so much to get into. I, I really think this is the defining week of the season. And I don't, I'm not, I'm certainly not looking past the Nebraska game tonight. I mean, this is going to be epic. So we're going to get into a three big things episode to talk about the Nebraska game. We'll do a little bit, bit of a preview of the Purdue game. And of course, the predictions. The Bucky reports three big things. All right. Nebraska tonight. 7.30 Central Time. Three big things. Number one um, for me is dominate the paint. Offense, defense, and rebounding. This team is going to be very, very difficult to beat. Now, we did play Nebraska early in the season. January 6th, I think it was. We beat them 88-72 at the Kohl Center. Part of the reason we were so successful in that game is we dominated the paint. 36 points to 18 for Nebraska. Stephen Crowell and Tyler Wall were 10 of 15 for uh, 26 points in that game. 10 of 15 from the field for 26 points. That's, I think, uh, just a small fraction of what needs to happen. We have to be able to dominate the paint against this team. They are not overly long. They've, they've, they don't have a ton of height. Obviously, Rank Mast is, is a really is a good player, 6'10", 248. Um, certainly a guy that provides a lot of um, beef down low and is someone that's we're going to struggle with on the other side of the court as well. But we've really got to dominate the paint. We also out-rebounded them in that game, uh, 32 to 26. It's and, and let me start by saying this. Nebraska is a totally different team, home and away, by the way. This team is 5-5 five and five in conference, 5-0 and oh at home, 0-5 oh on the road. They haven't won a single game away from Pinnacle Bank Arena. They haven't lost a single game in the Big Ten at their home floor. They average 81 points at home. They average 69 on the road. This is a Jekyll and Hyde team that it's going to be extremely difficult. And you've you've heard me say on this show, you've heard me say on Locked On Badgers, winning on the Big Ten, winning on the road in the Big Ten is an extremely difficult thing to do. Extremely difficult thing to do. I look across the schedule in February and everything we have, we have five road games, three home games. We talked about this on our Sunday episode. And Justin and I were talking about our, our record predictions for this month. And on, if you told me that we were going to lose four of those road games, I wouldn't even be that surprised. Not because I think that we're not better than those teams, but because it's really, really hard to win on the road. So for me, one of those things that you can do is you know, control the things that you can. And for us, it's controlling the pain. We've done a really nice job of that, especially against this team. There are teams that you can't do that against. Now, this team shoots really well. They've obviously, we're going to get into that a little bit. They've got incredible shooters all over the board, um, especially Tominaga. But 
we've got to control the paint. And I, and I really think about, when I think about that, it's also about offense, really about offense. Tyler Wall and Stephen Crowell have to have big games. Tyler Wall had a huge game against Nebraska in January. And I expect to see another similar performance like that. We're going to need it. We're really, really going to need those guys to own that, um, shoot a good number of shots and shoot a high percentage. Right? We can't be missing the, the layups around the basket. We've got to use Tyler Wall's creativity, use Steven Krause, um moves that he's been using in the paint and his prolific scoring down low. That has to be a part of the calculus if we're going to beat this team. Um, and rebounding. Rebounding has been a strength for us in most games, and this is a game that we absolutely need to take advantage of that. Uh, number two, stifle the eventual runs Nebraska is going to have. Uh, I talked about already this team scores 81 points at home. And look, they're going to go on runs. This is a very difficult place to play. Uh, you've seen Nebraska. Look, they beat, they beat Purdue 88 to 72 on their home floor. The same score that we beat them by in Madison. The very next game they played, or actually I think it might have been the game before even, they beat Purdue 88 um, 72. And so look, they're going to go on runs and that place is going to be electric. And in order for us to stay in this game and hopefully be in a position to win it at the end, or even be in a position to be up, we're going to have to make sure that we can stop those runs. And one of the best things that we've seen this season from our team, as, as you all know, is we haven't had the scoring droughts. We haven't had those times when another team can go on some really, really long run. Meanwhile, we're struggling to score. We've been able to actually do that and score when we need to and to stop some of those big runs from happening. This might be the most difficult place to, to make that happen. When you have guys like uh, Tominaga, who literally can just shoot from anywhere on the floor, and I, I feel like when he's guarded closely, he shoots better. You know, I mean, the guy is unbelievable. And not only can he beat you from three, he can also drive the lane and throw up some crazy off-the-glass shot, and he'll make it, and he'll get fouled. He's going to get his points and they're going to go on these runs and that arena is going to be bumping. I mean, we are the number six team in the country. We're coming into their home floor. They've already taken on Purdue and handily, by the way. So we're going to have to stop that. And I think that it, the, the, in order to do that, we've got to obviously get to the foul line, right? So that's going to be number one. Blackwell and Store have have a great ability to do that. Klezmit's shown that he can do that recently. And the guys down low, you know, force some of those bigs in Nebraska to get into foul trouble and potentially stop those runs, control that game a little bit, slow that pace down so that they can't go on their huge runs. And all of a sudden, you know, you've got a two or three point lead. The next thing you know, you're down 10 because Tominaga just drained three threes, right? That's what we've got to control in this game. Number three, um, keep Mast from getting hot. This is a big one for me. Reich Mast um, is their second leading scorer um, on Nebraska. And so when he came to Madison and we, we beat them 88-72, um, Mast had, took 14 shots, uh, had 16 points. In the last home game they played, which was against Ohio State of last week, I think it was last week, uh, Mast shot 13 of 17. Six of eight from three and had 34 points. Now, listen, that's his best game of the year. That's, I think, it's probably his career high, but he absolutely, he's kind of growing in confidence. This guy, he's 6'10, as I mentioned. He's a big guy, he's 248 pounds. He has a lot of good ability to score in the paint. He can also shoot from the outside. He's kind of an all over the floor type of a guy. Um, and, and he can do it in, in a lot of different ways. So, 
I know that in my opinion, Tominaga is going to get his points because I feel like he's really, really difficult to stop. But I think if you can keep Mast under control and you can keep him from getting hot, and the only guy that's really kind of starting these runs and kind of getting them going is Tominaga, I think that will really put us in a better position because this team is really, really difficult to beat. Um, I, honestly, I'm surprised at the fact that they haven't won a game on the road, but they've won all their games at home. And it's... It's it's you now we're obviously a team that we're five and zero at home. We're three and one on the road, and a lot of the better teams are going to be able to win on the road. And this is a tournament team. I think um, there's no reason to think they're not going to be. They're going to finish in the top half of the Big Ten. They're probably going to be a team that goes ten and ten in conference, right? I mean, maybe they do steal a couple on the road, um, and maybe they lose a couple at home. Hopefully, hopefully this game with Wisconsin is one of those games that they lose at home. But I think that it's it's really, really important to try to control the second guy with mass because he's just growing and growing in confidence. And it's just going to be so difficult to get this done. Um, look, I, I think that when I look at the schedule, I talked about this February is going to be really, really tough. And and the question is, is this the be- the biggest week of the year? I think it really is. Um, I, look, I know that we are, we're going to play in Illinois and we're going to play Purdue again in March. Uh, which obviously that's going to end the season. But this is kind of that point where if we go 0-2 this week, um, we obviously we play Purdue on Sunday. If we go 0-2 this week, you, you look at the schedule, you're like, okay, we're probably not going to win the conference because that means Purdue would have beat us. Uh, Purdue did did win. They beat Nebraska, uh, sorry, Northwestern uh, last night um, in overtime, which which I didn't see. I didn't watch the game. All I saw was the final score. It's crazy. Purdue's not a team that's going to really lose a lot of games, let's be honest. Um, so if we go into this week, we're thinking, okay, probably not going to win the conference, still going to finish in the top two or three in the, in, in the big 10. Um, but we're going to need to get through the rest of this February schedule, which again, includes a lot of road games and that's not easy to do. If we go one and one, let's say tomorrow is the game that we win, right? And we lose on Sunday against Purdue, which is a very likely scenario, given the fact that we are a better team than Nebraska and Purdue likely a better team than us. You can now, then you can have some confidence, right? Beating Purdue obviously is going to be a much better situation to winning the conference uh, because obviously that's going to be another loss for them. But you can still see it sort of in the balance, right? Like you, you can you can still get the conference done even if you don't beat Purdue. You still have a one game lead on them, um, and maybe at that point, you know things are a little bit easier. I'm not that easier, but that you can still see a path. If you go two and zero, now you've got a two game lead on Purdue. If they beat us, actually, we're, we're, we'll be tied in the conference. Um, if we beat them and we beat Nebraska, we are going to have a two-game lead on Purdue. And with you know half the season to go, yes, we have to go to West Lafayette to play them at the end of the year. But then you can really start to see we can win this conference. And I think then we do become the favorites to get this done, undoubtedly, at that point. Because at that point, you're talking about being 10-1 and one in conference. You're already over the halfway mark. And you've got a two-game lead on one of the best teams in America. Not to mention, if we go 2-0 this week, we're likely going to be a top three team in America, depending on what happens with, with the top of the guys. Who knows? We might, we, might be able to, we might be able to get up there to the top one or two, but unlikely that we're going to get number one. UConn doesn't appear to be losing anytime soon. Um, and yeah, that's huge for us. Right then, all of a sudden, the targets on our back versus on Purdue's back, and every we're going to get everyone's best shot, and we already are to an extent getting everyone's best shot. So I think this is just a massive week, and the Purdue game on Sunday. Look, I mean, 
if we're going to get Purdue, if we're going to win this conference, we're going to have to split. There's no way we can lose twice to them and win the and win the league, because if you if you look at Purdue's last few games, they're they're dominating people. Now they did struggle against Northwestern a little bit, especially especially on the defensive side of the ball, but they still won the game. They're still a team that's going to win games that they're not even playing well, like like the Badgers. So, I mean. Obviously, this that's a game that we we need to win if we want to win the league. The game on and on Sunday at the Kohl Center is going to be the toughest game Purdue plays all season. It's on the road at arguably the second best team in the league, and the Kohl Center has historically been a difficult place to play. It's going to be the hardest game they play. They're going to be up for it. We're going to be up for it. The fans are going to be up for it. It's going to be a crazy atmosphere. I wish I was going to be there. My family's going to be there. Sadly, my sister um, went to Purdue, and she's going to be there in Purdue colors, which ridiculous but i get it um but that would be amazing to get that victory uh but it's going to be really difficult right obviously zach ed is just a, a behemoth and we don't have anyone to really cover him right we've talked many times on this show and on ryan's show locked on badgers about how we don't really have a five that can body up to a guy like zach ed so you're not you're not really controlling him now whether we double down on him and make lawyer and Jones and Gillis really get us. I don't know. I hope that I think Edie's going to get his points. It's really about controlling the rest. Kind of like I said, for Nebraska, in my opinion, Tominaga is the guy that's going to get his let's control mass. Let's make sure that he doesn't kill us. Same thing. I think Edie's going to get his points. I don't really see a situation where you're really going to stop him. Now, other teams have been successful. Nebraska was actually one of them that was able to kind of disrupt the ED machine. They doubled down a lot, if I memory serves me correct. They made him pass out. And the the Purdue shooters simply just weren't able to get it done. So maybe that's the the, the tactic that we take. Um, but of course, as we've seen multiple times this season, our offense is really the, the key to us winning games. And how well are we going to be able to score? Now, of course, if we can find a way to get Zach ED into early foul trouble, that's that's obviously a bonus for us. Get him off the floor. But look at listen, he's pretty disciplined, right? You see, watch Purdue plays. He understands verticality. He's very good at making sure that he doesn't get in early foul trouble because he knows that every team is trying to do that. I mean, who isn't trying to get Zach Eady in foul trouble? Because if you do that, you're in a situation where, look, he's off the floor because he's got two early fouls, and then you can obviously go to work. So interestingly enough, I think that that is... The Purdue game is almost, to me, the, the the game that we have a better chance to win just because we're at home and because it's Purdue's toughest game of the year. And I, I, I love the Cole Center. I've spent many, many hours watching games in there. And I know that the atmosphere is going to be electric for that game, given the fact that you're talking about a you know number two versus number six team. That's, that's pretty exciting, right? I mean, that is, that's awesome. And we don't get a lot of that because... We're not, I mean, since, since, you know, the, the, the final four years, we haven't really been a top 10 team. Now I think we were in 2020. I think we did crack the top 10 there. Um, but this is a big, big matchup, um, that that's coming to the Cole center. So, all right, let's get into some predictions. The Bucky report predictions. So, you know, I'm Mr. Positivity, but this is going to be a little tough for me. Um, and I should have got Justin's predictions um, already, but I did not get those. So we'll try to post those out tomorrow. But so look, I actually think Nebraska gets it done tomorrow. I just, or sorry, tonight. And this show is going to be dropping in the morning. Um, I, I really don't, 
I want to believe that we can get this done. I want to believe that we can control uh, the paint, control mast and not let him go crazy um, and find a way to stop, kind of stop those runs. But there's a reason Nebraska hasn't lost in their arena all year. They know what's going on. They are they play so much better there, and they are ridiculously tough to beat. Let me remind you once again, Purdue went in there and lost by 16 points. Do I think we lose by 16? No. Um, I think that some of the some other keys to the game. I, I did I didn't forget to mention this earlier. I think Chucky Hepburn's going to be a real key tomorrow uh, in controlling those runs because you know we can't turn the ball over a lot. If we turn the ball over a lot, that's just going to that's going to fuel their fire. So we need to really play through Chucky and let him control that game, find the right passes at the right time, take good shots. We cannot be forcing things. That being said, seventy nine. 71 is my prediction for this game. I just honestly don't. I will. Lo- I would love to see this game um, in the win column for the Badgers. Going into a huge game against Purdue, if we have this win, boy, won't that be an even more of an electric atmosphere? But honestly, that's going to be really tough. So I think Nebraska gets it done. 79-71 tomorrow. Uh, sorry, tonight. I keep saying tomorrow, but this episode's coming in the morning. Um, and then I actually think we beat Purdue. I think we get it done um, on Sunday against the Boilermakers. Look, they are an incredible team, and Zach Eady, I think, is probably going to drop 25 points. I'm just hoping that everybody else doesn't. Um, and we're going to have to get hot, right? We're going to absolutely have to be draining the three. Um, you know, we can't have a game where we're going out there shooting 30%. That's not going to work. We're going to have to have one of those 50 to 55% nights uh, to beat Purdue. But knowing that, look, we played these guys twice. If we have any shot to win this conference, even if we lose tomorrow, that's okay. We can, if we beat Purdue on Sunday, we are absolutely still in this thing because that still gives you a two game lead or a one game lead, I guess, on Purdue because we will have lost to Nebraska. And that just opens things up. And then maybe the season, the, the league title comes down to the final game of the season in West Lafayette. Uh, but that's a chance I'm willing to take. If it means us beating Purdue, like that's it's whatever. Like I want that. Um, so even if we lose to Nebraska, beating Purdue, I think would be huge. I think we do we do get it done. I think we get it done 80 to 70. I think we actually I'm not, I don't think we're gonna beat them necessarily by 10 points. I just think that some of those late, you know, those kind of late shot clock things or late in the game foul shooting situations, that's I think we'll we'll get it done. So maybe I'll say 80 to 72, actually. But look, we're just like Nebraska, we're gonna we're gonna shoot better at home. We're gonna score better at home. So I think we go one and one this week. We lose to Nebraska and we we beat Purdue. I hope I'm very wrong about that. I hope I'm extremely wrong. And tomorrow, uh, tonight, whatever tomorrow tonight uh, after the Nebraska game, we go on Locked On Badgers. I think Justin and I will both be on with Ryan, hopefully celebrating a huge victory. And if we can get it done at Nebraska, boy oh boy, won't that just be something special? And however you shake it up, however you talk about whether it's tonight or tomorrow or Sunday. It's exciting. This is an exciting time to be a Badger fan. We're sixth in the country. I mean, I didn't think we'd be sixth after last week. Obviously, I didn't necessarily look at all the teams that had lost and, and on, on top of us. And, you know, it's it's just a simply a voting of the moment. This is kind of what happens. Whoever loses goes down. Whoever wins goes up. It is what it is. But it's still fun. And you can still project it into March and say, okay, well, now, now we're maybe we're a number two seed. Maybe we're number three sheet. Maybe we're maybe we can somehow sneak in onto the one line. That would definitely require 
Um, at least obviously a split over Purdue and winning the conference. And then maybe we get to that one line, but I think two or three is great. Um, it gives us in a good shot to get to the sweet 16, which, which you've heard me say before, I think is kind of the floor uh, of this season. I think that to me is where we need to be in March. Uh, so it just opens things up and man, the excitement level is great. I mean, after the football season that we had to be able to have the number 16 ranked team in the country and to be having as much enthusiasm that we do and passion that we have right now is fun to watch. It's really, really great to see. So um, we will be back on Sunday night post the Purdue game to talk about all things for this week, an amazing week in college basketball. And look, whether we win or lose, I hope these games are great because Badger fans deserve this and it's going to be so, so much fun. With that, uh, talk to you guys on Sunday and check out Locked on Badgers tomorrow night or the game after the Nebraska game um, for a reaction to hopefully a win by the Badgers. With that, on Wisconsin. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the show, subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Bucky Report or The Bucky Report Podcast from wherever you get your content. Until next time, on Wisconsin.